0: You're listening to The Word of Hope, a radio ministry of Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Our preacher is Pastor Brian Wolfmuller with today's Word of Hope.
1: Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Dear Saints, when we look at the Scriptures, we want to ask, and especially when the text gives us this, we want to ask, what is the picture? What's the image? What are we to think of? Oftentimes in the Scriptures, we have a point of comparison. And we want to understand the point of comparison so we can understand what the Lord is saying. Now, today is Jubilate, which means rejoice, the Sunday of Christian joy. And in it, we have two texts which use the picture or the image of a mother's love for her child to show us the joy and comfort and love that the Lord Jesus has for us. It's a perfect day to celebrate the Lord's gifts of mothers. So first, we hear Isaiah, St. Isaiah inviting us forth in chapter 49 to sing for joy and rejoicing. Now, the prophet was preaching to a sad and dejected, a despairing people. Uh, The the, the kingdom had been divided after Solomon's death into the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. And that had gone on for a couple hundred years until the Assyrians came through and simply wiped out the north. And that's when Isaiah is preaching in the south, in Jerusalem. The Assyrians had already demolished the northern kingdom and they were marching down to execute the Lord's judgment on Jerusalem as well. And and the people were in trouble. And they thought, in the midst of this trouble, that the Lord had forsaken them. Isaiah is trying to preach to them that the Lord's kindness would see them through this trouble, but they don't believe it. They, They thought that the Lord had forgotten their name. So, Isaiah 49, verse 14 But Zion says, the Lord has forsaken me. My Lord has forgotten me. But he hadn't. He hadn't forgotten them, and in fact, he couldn't forget them. And Isaiah will prove it to them by preaching to them two images. The first one is the Mother's Day image. Verse 15, can a woman forget her nursing child? That she should have no compassion for the son of her womb? Do you see it? Can a mom forget her baby? Leave them behind while she drives away? Abandon them? Forsake them? Have a moment of rest while they're in danger? Well, the prophet says, well, even these may forget. (laughs) I suppose they can. But I, the Lord, will not forget. Now, now this is really quite stunning. That when the Lord Jesus wants to comfort His people with an image of His mindfulness for us, when He wants us to know that we are on His mind, He asks the question, can a mom forget about her baby? Now this love of mother for the child is stunning and enduring and abiding. The Lord has given such unique and special gifts to mothers, that their whole being, body and soul and everything, is wrapped around their children. And it's a beautiful thing to see a mother comforting their child or rocking their baby or taking care of their children and fussing over them. <laughs> it is one of the worst tendencies of our modern world to despise this, to despise motherhood. If, if you have been a stay-at-home mom, you know what I'm talking about. The looks that you get when people ask, what do you do? And there is in this world a dangerous tendency of seeing children as a burden and not as a blessing, that they get in the way of a person's plans. But what better plan could you have, I would like to know, than bringing forth life, bringing a human being into the world, giving them a name and handing over to them the Word of God? Mother's Day is not a Christian holiday, but we in the church rejoice in it because on this day, at least this day, the world comes to its senses for a bit and honors the office of mother and rejoices in the institution of the family. And these truly feminine gifts of the Lord are extolled. And we thank our mothers for their compassion. And we thank the Lord for his kindness in giving us mothers and for giving mothers to our children. All of us, or almost all of us, know what it's like to be fussed about by our moms. (laughs) And so we all know what the Lord is talking about. Can a woman forget her nursing child? Can she have no compassion upon the son of her womb? So the Lord will not forget you. He can't forget you. He will always care for you. He will never forsake you or abandon you. In fact, his mind is set on you. And Isaiah is going to add to that a second image or a second picture. This is verse 16 where he says, Behold, and this verse is stunning. Isaiah 49, 16. Behold, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Here's the picture. Have you seen this? A teenage boy finally talks the girl that he likes into giving him her phone number and he's looking around for something to write it down on and he can't find a piece of paper. (laughs) So he pulls out a pen and he writes it on the palm of his hand so he doesn't forget. So he doesn't lose the number. That's the image. At least that's the, the way the image starts. But imagine that he doesn't have a pin either. And so then, now this is a little graphic. So then he takes a knife and he carves the number into his palm. Now that's the picture that the Lord has given. Our number, our name, carved not with a knife, but with a nail. So that Isaiah says, you are engraved in the palms of God's hands. A name written with blood, a nine inch nail. How can he forget you? He will not. He cannot. And so we rejoice. Sing for joy, O heavens, says Isaiah, and exalt, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted His people and have, and had compassion on His afflicted. You might be afflicted, but you are His afflicted. (laughs) The Lord's afflicted. You belong to Him who purchased you with His blood, and this is cause for rejoicing. Now, it's this kind of joy that Jesus is talking about in the Gospel. This is John chapter 16. Today, by the way, is the first of four Sundays where the Gospel reading will be from John uh, chapter 16 and John chapter 15. It's all out of order, but I would encourage you to go and this week read the two chapters, John 15 and 16, and put it all together in context. In the reading that we have today from John 16, it talks over and over about a little while. Jesus is talking to the disciples about, about his death the night before he dies on the cross. And this little while that he tells them about is the three days that he would rest in the tomb. A little while and you will see me no longer. And then again, a little while and you will see me. And Jesus tells them the result of this little while, what, what will happen. Truly, truly, I say to you, he says, you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned to joy. The death of Jesus, then, is the joy of the unbelieving world. The, the, the devils, remember how we sing in the great the Walter Easter hymn, uh, the foe was triumphant when on Calvary the Lord of creation was nailed to the tree. In Satan's domain did the host shout and jeer for Jesus was slain whom the evil one fear so that the death of Jesus and his and His being placed into the tomb is the great joy of the world and the devil's kingdom. But the disciples of Jesus are sad. They weep. With deep, deep sadness. Now I suppose that we ourselves will never know this kind of darkness and horror that the disciples felt at the death of Jesus. They had hoped and trusted in Him, but then they had buried Him. And all of their hope and all of their, and all of their joy and all of their peace, all of that was gone. All of it was buried with Jesus. But, says Jesus, it will be restored In the resurrection, when Jesus stepped out of the tomb into life, he delivered to the disciples and to his church a joy that is unassailable. No one will take it from you. And to show what this will be like, Jesus uses another picture. The picture of a mother. He says this. When a woman is giving birth, she has sorrow because her hour has come. But when she has delivered the baby, she no longer remembers the anguish for the joy that a human being has been born into the world. So also you will have sorrow now. But I will see you again and your hearts will rejoice and no one will take your joy from you. There's little to compare to the pain and agony of the labor of giving birth to a child, so I'm told. (laughs) And especially before medicine was able to dull the pain of childbirth. In fact, in the ancient world, the birth of a child was a time of great risk to both mother and child. But then, the child is born, and the pain is swept away in the joy of holding that child. I've seen it the tears of joy and laughter and smiles as the baby lets out its first cry. The waiting is over. The mother holds her child and now she has the fullness of joy. You get the picture? This is the picture that Jesus wants us to have. This is the picture of what He's talking about. He says to us, My death will be the greatest of agony, but My resurrection will be your greatest joy. And this is for us. This is for you. You are not an orphan. Jesus has not abandoned you. You are not handed over to your sin or to your death, but you are rescued. For the one who conquered death is your Savior and your friend, and he has risen from the grave not only for himself but for you. So the devil comes to tempt us to tempt us that the Lord has forgotten us or forsaken us. And the Lord says, can a mother forget her child? Well, maybe she can, but I won't forget you. (laughs) You're tempted with sadness, with despair, with gloom, with hopelessness. The devil comes along to tempt you with all of your troubles and to think that the Lord has abandoned you. And Jesus says, you know the joy of a, of a baby, of a mother holding her newborn child? That joy is for you. Because I am raised. And I am alive. And I am seated at the right hand of the Father. All of these things for you. So, dear saints, rejoice. And sing for joy. Your Lord has not forgotten you. He has not abandoned you. And the work and the labor to win your salvation, this is finished. And you are His. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia.